Shohei Otani is just the most ridiculous person on the planet. And I don't think that's like a stretch at all. He hit so far in this Yankees Angels game, which is currently in the bottom of the sixth inning. Otani has hit two home runs. He's slated to pitch tomorrow for the Angels. He throws around 100. There's nobody better in baseball than Shohei Otani. He's got 27 homers on the year. 28. He has 28 tonight. There's nobody better. Pretty sure he has like five home runs in the last three or four games. He has three in the last two games. Yeah. He's had three so far in the series. And he's going to be in the home run derby. Which is great. That's going to be epic, especially in Colorado. He should pitch to himself. Schwarber needs to be in the home run derby. I'm surprised he either he doesn't want to or he's just not there yet. But he's he ha, he should be for sure. Schwarber Schwarber's 16 home runs in his last 18 games. It's insane. Hard to believe that Chicago just let him go. Yeah, because he wasn't hitting for average. He was hitting like 220 something. Yeah, but. Washington all of a sudden surging in the NL East. Zach, you you're yeah. You'll speak about that, but it's not very good. <laughs> Mets in a little bit of a slide lately. A little bit. They're they're actually just 500 for this entire month. Just around 500 for the month. They and some uh, ground to make up if they want to hit my 81 and 81 prediction. The lead is now three games only above Washington. After we played a one-game series yesterday, after the I think it was the opening day game that got canceled, or that Stroman game uh, where it was stopped in the first inning, which was really weird. I've never seen that before, where you would like play one one team and then go on to another three-game series. So that was a bit odd, but we lost that, of course. Hey, Mets are in a good position right now. They got runners on first and second, top seven. No outs. Too bad. No uh, outs. There's a double play waiting to happen. Okay. And uh, oh, a curveball in the dirt that they're swinging at, like usual. Early hey, Morton is count. still in the game. Zach is the, the Frank Fleming of our podcast, I'm convinced. It's, it's, it's not good, man. No. We haven't hit all year. We haven't been able to hit a curveball all year long. It's going to work for the shitty teams where we can win one to two to one, one nothing, two to one. But it, once we start playing division rivals, it's, it's not working. You're lucky you're not playing like a Washington right now because they're hot as hell. Yeah, if I we don't do a game series, worse. You're not. You're lucky we're not playing San Francisco. Oh yeah, we would get. Well, trapped. in division, in division, you put Washington in there, but like Charlie, not Charlie, Kyle Schwarber's pace is not sustainable. No, for much longer, I would assume. I would assume he has max ten games left in this little run of his. Yeah, he has to go on a evens back out. Yeah. And where there's every, you know, incline, there's a decline at some point over the course of a long season. As there's a long drive to left field, it's a it's a tie game, Zach. The Mets no just tied it. No fucking way. The Mets just tied it. Let's go. I'm sure, I'm behind. I'm about to see it, but um, that's all. Awesome. McCann. McCann? Yeah, three-run homer. Let's go. But you look at Schwarber and you go, okay, if you're a team getting in the Nationals' path right now, it's like, damn, if it's any other time of the year, Kyle Schwarber is an average hitter. He's yep. not hitting all these major home runs. But just right now, you're getting mowed down by Kyle Schwarber because he's on this insane tear. You just got to walk him at this point. <laughs> I think you just got to walk him. You can't do that and... all the time. Hey, you can. Why, can't you? What, why can't you if the bases are loaded? All right. I mean, the... I mean that, that is the level of How treatment How many times has only... that happened? 
only Barry Bonds received that level of treatment where they actually intentionally walked him with the bases loaded up four. Yeah. So he wouldn't hit a home run because they had better odds getting the next guy out than they did Barry Bonds. Yeah, just just get him to run. Just just take Honestly, the run. Honestly, I mean, he might you'd rather the one than the four or the two exactly. or three if you get a single or a double in exactly. the gap. And you have a better chance of striking out the next guy than you do, you know, Schwarber. the best hitter in baseball. Yeah. I don't know, man. NL East is weird. It's been a weird yeah, division all year. Is close. That's going to be a tough division towards the end of the year, I feel like. We'll see. The Yankees dropped an entire series against the Boston Red Sox. Lost yeah, three was, straight. Got struggling. Uh, Cole got shelled on Sunday. Everybody, there wasn't a single pitcher that didn't get shelled yeah. for the Yankees. The only one who pitched with any kind of you know, urgency or anything was Nestor Cortez, who's been great this year for the team. Um, but the pitchers couldn't get out of the first inning unscathed. It's yep. as simple as that. I, every Here. game exiting the first inning was at least two nothing. You guys hear Cashman yeah, say we suck right now? Cashman, give me a break. We I'm suck right they now. No shit, anything. we suck right now. It I, makes no sense. I've never seen the Yankees like this. They don't. They're not. When, they're not enthusiastic on the bench. They're like. They're not playing with the energy they usually have. When you're a good team, you know, roster wise, and there's expectations that follow. And you're having a bad season, bad halfway point of the season. It's tough to have the knee-jerk reaction to make a move because other teams who maybe are in some kind of selling position know that the desperation is there, and that causes them to jack up the price. And that might not, and those prices might not be what the Yankees are willing to pay right now. But if you lose another five games, they might be willing. But if you wait those five games, the price might go up again. Because that team, let's call it the Pirates or the Diamondbacks, sees the urgency, sees the desperation, and jacks up the price. It's supply and demand. Yeah. Worth noting, by the way, the Nationals just beat the Rays four to three. Well, that's good for you. It sucks for me. <laughs> no. Why did okay. you bet on Washington? No, it's just Washington well, is now a game ahead fun. now. And now it's only or's, a two game lead if we lose this. Or is or Tony just doing that to bust on you? He's probably just doing that to bust on me. <laughs> I really wish the Yankees made a harder run at Shohei Otani when that whole thing was going on. I know he wanted to stay in the West Coast. I know it was down between, I think it was three teams. It was the Angels, Mariners, and Yankees. But if you throw man, enough money he, at him, he would have taken it. The, you know exactly. Like, yeah. 100%. Out of the three, though, out of the three, he made the right choice. If you say five, five years, I mean, they didn't know how good he was at the time, you know. But you could have said three to four years with, you know, I forget how much they're paying him now. I think it's like 13 million, but you could have given him 20, 25 million and say, fuck it, go for it. See what happens. And if he doesn't work out, he goes the way of Jacoby Ellsbury. You just bury the contract. Yeah. By the way, I just saw Jacoby Ellsbury at the Pedroia ceremony on Friday. He's yucking it up with some of the Yankees players. Gave Gary Sanchez a big old hug. He's still on the payroll, I think. One thing I do give this Mets team this year is that they don't hit for seven innings. And then all of a sudden they're able to rally a few off in the eighth and ninth inning. And they've come back on so many games. I mean, so, a lot of that is it. They're dragging pitchers out to deep waters because of their lack of ability to hit through the first six innings of the game. Yep. You're seeing starting pitchers face the Mets in you know, the seventh, 
and then that's when they when they're at the end of their game exactly and they hang something and but you did have the the phillies bullpen blew two leads their bullpen is bullpen's awful it's (laughs) it's terrible and the errors they they have the most uh their last night or yeah last the worst defensive team yeah naftali feliz is on their bullpen Nets had no business taking two out of four from philly i will tell you that right now the one where uh, uh, Alvarado overthrew, uh, I forgot who was playing first base for them. I think it was probably, uh, I don't know, but he, he was literally, it was a lob. Like it was a, it was a normal ground ball to the pitcher and the guy just lobbed it over his head and the sun was just too bright where it was like that split second that he just missed the ball coming in the first base. Zach, because I was so preoccupied this weekend and we'll get to that in a little bit. I didn't even know that Dom Smith had a walk off until like the end of the day on Sunday. No, really? Yeah. yeah, I had to be at least 36 hours afterwards. I do want to bring up Jose Peraza almost dying last night. I don't know if you uh, – if I, I feel like I put it in the chat, but I, you I don't did. think I did. I, I didn't did. see it, but you put it in there. He was was about to get a 95-plus cutter directly into the face. Like, he wasn't going to – it wasn't going to deflect or anything like that. He was looking right at the ball, and it was going to smash him in the face. Exactly. He, he kind of shrugged, and his helmet came down. <laughs> And it hit the visor of the helmet and deflected. But he you was inches talk, away from dying. You want to talk about people who I thought looked like they were going to die last night? Brendan Gallagher. Oh, <laughs> oh man. The blood yeah. running down his head as they got Hashtag walloped. Yep. Walloped in game one by the Tampa Lightning. They got shit, shit rocked. They got shit rocked. It's as simple as that. That was a shit rocking. How do you think there the was, series is going to go after that? First I don't game? know. <laughs> they dropped the first game. To Vegas, it kind of looked the same to start the Vegas series, too. Mm-hmm. Granted, Tampa is a different animal. I do think Tampa eventually wins the series. There was never a Ooh! point. In... Okay. All right. Relax. Up, there was Tom. never a point in game you one. The Canadians where I to win here? Game one means literally nothing. Well, Tina wins game one with oh. the series, what, 70% of the time? Yeah, but they're like 0 3 in the last like three Stanley Cups. Granted. There was never a time in that game where I thought, okay, Montreal is in control. They can score a couple here. Even when they uh, cut the lead to one and made it a 2-1 game midway through the second on a goal by Ben Sherratt that went off two Tampa Bay Lightning players, even then it's like, okay, that goal went in purely on luck. You're not doing anything here to make me think you can do this at a consistent level. Uh, I do think there was some nerves there. I mean, even Carey Price has nerves in his first career Stanley Cup final game. Um, so I do think they'll settle in. It, it really feels like, by the way, game one went, it really feels like it's going to be a five-game series uh, and Montreal getting one at home. But I'm rooting for Montreal. I just don't know if they have it in them. You want the Canadians to win? I do. I do. Canadians? I'd like to see Carey I want Tampa to go back-to-back. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. I want Canada to get the cup. And the drought. They would go, I, yeah. I feel <laughs> they would so, go nuts. I feel so bad for Carey Price. Does anyone else feel bad for Carey Price? He's, he's the, the only top. reason. Like, he's the only reason. I can literally see... I can't feel bad for him. I, I can literally see this team just missing the playoffs the next season and Carey Price is there. Like, really? Like Dallas like, did? No, because Dallas had injury. I can see the Canadians bringing back their whole roster next year, none of them getting hurt, and then somehow just missing the playoffs. Well, the competi- somehow the competition for them gets reasonably harder going into next season because you go from a year where you're in the Northern Division, where it's a division basically where no defense is being played, and you get thrusted into a division with Tampa 
and Boston. And the best team from the North still in that division. You also have to worry about Florida, too. Yeah, them, too. And yeah. Carolina. Oh, Carolina's in our division. Keep forgetting yeah. that. Catch lines in the Metropolitan. This weird alignment the NHL has. <laughs> Awful. NHL awards, uh, the major ones came out today. Mark andre Fleury taking home his first career Vesna. And, Eric, I know you texted me after uh, the announcement, and you were like, man, that's Fleury's first Vesna." Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's kind of hard when you play with, you know, Marty and the King and Holpe and Quick. Well, Quick doesn't have Vesna. But and while Flurry was, you know, Bobrovsky has two. Yeah, <laughs> I, I that doesn't make any sense. But like while those goalies were collecting that hardware, Flurry was collecting some cups, went to a few cup final appearances. That's, that's well. true. And I don't think so, he should have won, but that's a different story. No, I'd Grubauer. His numbers were just too damn good. I had Vasilevsky. Even though I think the best goalie in the league's playing up in Winnipeg, I had Vasilevsky. Connor Hellebuck. Last yeah. year's Vesna Trophy winner. Hey, Zach, 4-3 Mets. Well, there it is, Lindor. That's what we're paying you for. Thank right, you. Zach's, Zach's fortune. Zach Shandling is in or John Zach, Sterling with that. That's not having fun anymore. Uh, the Hart <laughs> yeah, Trophy. National Hockey League's most valuable player. Connor McDavid becomes the second ever unanimous, uh, unanimously voted Hart Trophy winner uh, following only Wayne Gretzky to do so beforehand. Very, very well earned. Over 100 points in a 56-game season is ridiculous. Ridiculous. Austin Matthews comes in a distant second. Nobody else received a first-place vote. As I said, he received all 100. Who was third? I don't know, but I, I, I know Dreisaitl was, I think, nine. Mitch Marner was somewhere down the list. Oh, yeah, McKinnon. I think it was McKinnon. Uh, the Norris Trophy... Awarded to the league's best defenseman, going to this year's uh, best defenseman, without a doubt, Adam Fox of the New York Rangers, winning the Norris Trophy at age 23. The fact he's only 23 years old. Big fan of Norris. Yeah, huge fan of that. It's scary for the rest of the league. Um, What else was there today? Calder, Calder. rookie of the year. Kirill Kaprizov. Uh, You know, I... With the way Jason Robertson came on late in the year, I thought it was a little bit of a competition, but the voting revealed it wasn't that close. Uh, Kaprizov basically ran away with it. And I think, and uh, Connor McDavid also won the Ted Lindsay, which is awarded to the most valuable player deemed by the players, whereas the heart is deemed by the uh, Professional Hockey Writers Association. Just that's it for thing. the, that's the last of the major awards, I think. Uh, the, they were just showing Charlie Morton on the bench. He looks very upset, if I do say so myself. But he's pissed. Seven innings pitched, like 90 pitches, no runs, like two hits. And now he's losing 4-3. <laughs> Life comes at you fast, man. You Sweet. hang one ball to James McCann. Yep. The Braves are struggling, though. Yeah, yeah they are. Their pitching hasn't been great. Their bullpen's awful, and their starting pitching starting to come around now, but most of their five players have been awful. Morton's been okay. He's like one of the better ones they've had this year. And Austin Riley at third is unreal. He makes every diving play at third. I want to touch on here as we move away from the Stanley Cup finals and hockey. Um, I have 
zero idea, and I genuinely mean zero idea how the Atlanta Hawks are winning their game right now against the Milwaukee Bucks. They're up 54-43 with 10-55 left in the third quarter. They're without Trey Young, who is who has an ankle injury, I believe. He gave it a go in warm-ups, but it was just too painful. Yeah. He couldn't make the, couldn't go tonight. How are they winning? Look, all you really got to do is know how to Blue isolate Williams. Giannis. That's what happens when he, Chris Middleton can't carry. Yeah, if you isolate Giannis, I feel like it's relatively easy to beat that team besides Middleton. Middleton only has eight points tonight. Milwaukee's coming back here. Brooke Lopez just made a three to cut the deficit to seven. Why can't he make threes when he was on the Nets? I don't get that. Because he, he wasn't shooting just, them. He just he, randomly yeah. – he was getting fed the ball almost all the time when he was on yeah, the Yeah, but Nets. not at the three-point line. Yeah, but all, all of a sudden, he's like, let me take threes. Fuck it. Why didn't he do that in earlier in his career? Now he's Kevin Herter answers with a long two. <laughs> yeah. This – if this game was in Milwaukee, I would say the Hawks have zero chance of winning this game. What's this I'm series? also – it's 2-1 Milwaukee. I am also very worried for the Phoenix Suns who lost last night to the Los Angeles Clippers at in a home. game that was yeah at home in a game that was only close for what like a minute of the second half. Yeah. The Suns cut that lead to 4 and then didn't get any closer. The Clippers went on a run. They just kept forcing shots down the stretch. It. And now with the series going back to L.A., a place where, yeah, the Suns did win game four, but it wasn't a pretty win by any means. They've struggled on the road in Los Angeles this series. If they lose game six, Kawhi might be able to come back for game seven. If he's not back for game six, I'm not sure what his status is at the moment. Kawhi comes back for game seven. I think the Clippers win that game seven. Yeah, I don't think so. You think the Suns can still carry it? I think they can still win in seven, even if Kawhi's there. Kawhi's just coming off an injury. He hasn't played in a while. I know, like, there's going to be at least. Oh, he could still, still, still do that. I don't know if he's he still might be. He still might be limited. No, they're not going to. It's the playoffs. You're about to go into the finals. They're not going to limit him. They I'll tell you something. Oh, so good. With the play of Reggie Jackson, the stepped-up play of Paul George, even though I do not like him and the way he performs sometimes. Like last night, there was a few possessions where he'd rather complain than get back on defense. Terrence Mann has come in and played well. You add a limited Kawhi into that. Even if Kawhi goes and you realize five minutes in, he's not going to be dominant. They might have to pull him. They have enough there, even with their so-called you know bench players and role players, to maybe scrape together a win if Paul George can pump out another 40-point performance. Mm-hmm. They did it in game. They've done it in game three and game five now. Game five with their backs against the wall. It's interesting. Someone just said a big three for Atlanta. Oh, Lou Williams. Lou Williams, who all of a sudden, in the absence of Trey Young, is just who almost didn't go back to Atlanta. He's he's decided to become that man. Next man up. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. So, so Penny Hardaway will not be coach of the Orlando Magic. No, and we discussed this before the podcast. I, I mean, it really seemed like a Hail Mary from the Orlando Magic. You know, there's, there's more to that story because Penny Hardaway just hired a new assistant in Memphis. We'll get to that in a second. Penny Hardaway, I mean, it seemed like that was the Magic's Hail Mary. You know, trying to get the only big name who would come there is a former player. You're not going to get, you know, I don't think somebody like a Carlisle was going to consider that position or a Jason Kidd, you know, something like that. Maybe Terry Stotts. Still, I think they would rather have Hardaway. 
They're going to go with somebody, I think, now since Hardaway's off the market because that was their, like, plan A. They're going to go with somebody I don't think you've heard of. Or, like, you're like, really, him? But that just seemed like that was. So, Penny Hardaway is returning to Memphis where I, dude, when he got to Memphis that first year, I threw money on Memphis to win the NCAA championship. Of course he did. Yeah, because you had to because they were getting recruits and stuff, and then they got in trouble. I threw money on Memphis to win the NCAA championship. So who did Memphis hire as an assistant coach? Larry Brown. Larry Brown joining Penny Hardaway's staff in Memphis. Okay. I don't think, dude, listen, it's so tough. It is so tough if you're a smaller school like a Memphis to compete with your bigger programs. That's why I thought Penny Hardaway was such a good hire for that program. It just takes years to get it together. And hopefully as we move on here, they'll, pick it up and be able to compete, you know, make a tournament, compete in a tournament, win a couple games. Uh, but I think Penny Hardaway sticking with Memphis, that's probably the best for him in his coaching career because if he went to Orlando, I mean, that's just that, – that is a situation that is not pretty, to say the least. Giannis is down holding his knee. Giannis is down holding his knee, and he looks like he is in major pain. I saw him now. Fuck. That's not good. Giannis is down. Tom, what did you just send me? Something about Noah. Giannis went up to defend Clint Capella. He landed and his left knee bent backwards. Giannis Antetokounmpo's left knee bent backwards on the landing on a block attempt on Clint Capella. And he is still not. And he is still down. Oh man! Oh, jeez! Capella like accidentally stepped on his foot on the way down. Legendary tweet from Noah Syndergaard. What did he tweet? About Trevor Bauer. It's the link to TMZ about him being accused. And then he goes, meanwhile, check out my book club. <laughs> this has, in one play, become Chris Middleton's team. Yep. They might be out. <laughs> That's the series. He is in severe discomfort under the net. What Still happened? Down. Was he blocking someone or going up? He, was try- he went up to block Clint block Capella. Clint Capella. Nah. And Capella's like leg, like actually, like on the way down, comes on bumped top. him, and his knee bent Ooh. the wrong direction. Not what you like to see. That's tough. That's uh... they're helping him up now, but you gotta hope he's okay. Tony, what do you think of the uh, NCAA baseball tournament situation? Um, NC State should have been allowed to play. They played that second game. <laughs> yeah, even, you know, they had, what, six positive tests when it was all said and done? Something like that, yeah. But most of them were vaccinated. Yeah, they were. They were still already test vaccinated. positive, but you're not going to be experiencing Conti- symptoms. Symptoms, or I don't think it's a lot harder to transfer it to people. It's a lot harder, but it's still possible. That's but, the they're, but they're also throwing in hundreds of thousands of people to watch this game with no checking their vaccination card. Yeah, they keep talking about that. That doesn't bother me Why? at all. The fans make no difference. It's not like the fans are they're down there, there touching though. players. It doesn't matter. They're, if you they're go by your – I feel like it, it, it's an players, open air facility. Yeah. And if you go by your normal social distancing guidelines and what the were not laid down at the beginning – No, they were. When oh, it comes were. to them and players – Oh, yeah. There's no way a fan could transmit COVID-19 to a player. So Giannis is limping off the court. Yeah, he's walking off under his own power, which is a very good sign for Milwaukee. But I do think NC State should have been allowed to play. 100%. Uh, Even at their – they probably would have lost 
just because of how powerful Vanderbilt is. Mm-hmm. And you, I mean, if you start taking pieces off of a roster that's yeah, already that got their help. backs against the wall, it's not going to help. I mean, you still uh, got to have that played though. You can't very just... bad, very bad for the NCAA really uh, releasing that information at two forty-four in the morning. That, yeah, that shouldn't happen. Very last minute I, after again, playing that second game. When yeah, I, I knew see, about the tests already. I didn't yeah. see that until very late on Sunday. Sunday was when I caught up on all my sports news. By the way, Giannis, Tony, Giannis is in the locker room. So you're watching this game, right? Yeah, he's in the why tunnel right using, now. He just stopped. Why are they using the 8K camera for his injury wall? I have no <laughs> idea. Because that's what they have on under the court of the basket. So that's, I mean, no, I but they could like have brought someone it, they brought it, no, they brought it with locker room. They're walking oh. with him to the locker room with him. They've why? just changed that's, cameras. That's right. uh, Giannis walking with a limp. As he goes down here, goes down the hallway to the locker room, the Bucks locker room. Uh, I don't expect to see him back this game. No, there's no point. Even if he is, everything checks out. There's no point uh, to rush him back at all. Uh, worst case scenario, the series is even. Heading no. back to him. So, so none of the four teams right now are healthy. No. Well, what about uh? Is Phoenix with Chris Phoenix, Paul? Are, Phoenix is pretty healthy. Yeah, Chris Paul's back. Basically, up. I want to say 100% because he got the whole shoulder thing. See, that's 75%. Thing is, I look at all four of these teams and I think to myself, except for maybe Atlanta, this may be their best chance at a championship. Yeah. You look at Milwaukee, I mean, there's no major competition. There's no Brooklyn. There's no, there's no Philly. Yeah, there's no I mean, Brooklyn. There there's Brooklyn. no Philly. There's no LeBron. There's no Boston, but they weren't, you know. That's not even Brad Stevens. Give me a break. Uh, real quick here before we get to our Texas Shining Stars list. Last episode we did Ohio. Be sure to check that out. Uh, every episode, Too Many Men Sports Podcast is available wherever you get your podcast. It's a little mid-episode plug. Uh, is our I know Eric. I think is are any of you here keeping up with Euro twenty twenty? Here and there, I've been watching a little bit. I'm not actually funny enough. Oh, okay. It's all that's on in the daytime, so it's all yeah. I've been watching. Dude, yesterday Bunch was of the, OT, one right? of the most insane days of soccer I think I've ever seen. Wow. First, right. you had Spain, Croatia. Croatia down two goals in the last 10 minutes of the game. They tie it up, force extra time, eventually run out of gas. Spain scores two goals and uh, wins 5 3. That's fine. That's expected. Spain was supposed to be Croatia anyway. Take the game after that. You had France, Switzerland. Same situation. France up two goals late. And one of the most insane swings I have ever seen in a soccer game. Switzerland up one nothing. They have a penalty kick to take a two-goal lead. They miss, and then Kareem Benzema walks down the field and scores two goals for France. Wow. Quick swing, a three-goal swing, 2-1 lead, make it a 3-1 lead. Switzerland down two with 10 minutes left. They go and score two, force extra time, and they are even for all of extra time. It goes to penalties, and Mbappe missed the penalty, the only missed penalty of the game or of the shootout. Was the last penalty taken? France eliminated. France heavily favored in that match. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, one Mbappe of the should to never miss a, pay, a PK. I saw the Spain own goal. That was bad, man. A lot oh, of own goals really? in this tournament. They said uh, in the past Euros, there were nine combined own goals. That's like the past like seven, I think, Euros. This single Euro, there's been nine own goals. Wow. That's insane. It's 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 bad. It's bad play is what it is, but it's something it's different. It's an exciting style of soccer. I mean, these high scoring soccer games, you know, reminds me of the MLS because the honest, no played there. Yeah. Honest is coming back. 
He definitely him just, on the sideline. Yeah, in no his way. uniform. He definitely just said, "Fuck it, I'm going to keep playing." Hawks are up 17, and he's just yeah, going to get even start more making hurt. baskets here. Bogdanovich three. They can Made give it. up this game. Bogdanovich just drained a three to make it a 20 point lead with four minutes remaining in the third quarter. Dude, that city right that that stadium is electric. So Switzerland wins their first knockout stage game since I think it was 1932. England wins today, trying to win their first European championship ever. They are the odds-on favorite to win the tournament. You got Denmark in the next round. Ukraine beat Sweden today with yeah, a goal in the 121st minute. It's upset city. I really want a non-traditional team That'd to be win awesome. Euro this year. Ukraine. And Harry Kane is my guy. I'm just saying. He scored his first uh, national goal. I saw that. I'm going to check the odds on the Ukraine to win it all. No, that's not the team I would check. I, I Earlier today, I know England is plus 200 odds on favorite. Belgium plus 700 to take home the tournament. They're coming off a big win against Portugal. Second second best odds, I believe. Uh, There's value there. Yeah. They're a very good team. A very good team. But, I I mean, you see a tournament and a European tournament that has been dominated for years by teams like Germany, teams like France, teams like Italy. Italy's still in it, too. Uh, And you have, you know, Switzerland. Italy's the third favorite. Italy's third. You have yeah, Switzerland. You have Swiss- Denmark. Ukraine's plus twenty four hundred. Croatia. <clears throat> Croatia's out. Oh, lost to Spain. Yeah, but I mean, take a game like Wales Denmark the other day. Wales entered the game as the favorite and lost for nothing. The gap is closer this year for some reason. I don't know if it's COVID year maybe travel. I, this is. This European Championship, they are hosting in multiple cities around the continent, which is something they don't usually do. They usually pick one host country. Um, I don't. England might be running off all of their energy by playing their games at Wembley. I, I don't know. It it's making for some interesting soccer, and I'm not one who. I mean, I watch Euro, but I usually don't watch till the knockout stages in a traditional year. I've been watching basically all of. I watched most of groups group play. I've watched every single knockout game. It's been exciting. It draws people in, and it should get American fans because there's such widespread coverage on ESPN in this country of Euro this year. It should get you excited for what the American team's bringing up because they are a team that's young. looks like it's, they're moving in the correct direction. And with World Cup qualifying coming up, should get you at least interested in it a little bit. I, I think their games are played more on Fox, though, when it comes to the United States national team. Uh, and they're doing a decent job in marketing that team, but it should get you interested at least a little bit. We have our shining stars list. Texas. This, uh, these lists are comprised of a few teams. Football, I, we also Dallas got, Cowboys. We also got a little preview of Zach's beforehand, and I am nervous. <laughs> yeah, because he forgot the Dallas Cowboys. And then yeah, turned away at six. Well, I switched him. It's okay. Oh. I, I bet you did after you found out the Dallas. Giannis back into the locker room. Oh, just now walking back from the court to the locker room. This is the James Harden situation all over again, isn't it? It kind of looks that way, doesn't it? Only I think only I know Giannis is a little bit more important to that team than James Harden is. Yeah. Um. So football, we have the Dallas Cowboys and Houston Texans. Hockey, we have the Dallas Stars. 
baseball, we have the Houston Astros, the Texas Rangers. And basketball, we have the San Antonio Spurs, the Houston Rockets, and the Dallas Mavericks. We'll start off with one. We will start with Eric. Eric, who is your biggest star in the state of Texas? My biggest star in the state of Texas is Dakota Rain Prescott. Ah. Man gets the full name treatment. Yeah. Zach, what do you think? I got Luka Doncic first. So you got you went with basketball, okay. Tom? I got Dak. You have Dak. And I have I have reasoning for mine. I mean, there is no position in sports more lucrative than being the starting quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Something that we have said on this podcast before. Yes. You are guaranteed a job afterwards if you are the starting quarterback for a recent for a reasonable number of years for the Cowboys. Tony Romo is the highest paid broadcaster in sports. Troy Aikman is on Fox's number one team. Roger Staubach doesn't do anything, and that kind of surprises me. It's Rain Dakota Prescott. Mississippi State legend. Currently at game two of the College World Series. They showed him on the screen while I was making my list. So Dak for three of us. Zach has Luca. Uh, Zach, you can start number two now. Who's your second biggest star in the state of Texas? Justin Verlander. Justin Verlander. <laughs> okay. To be fair, Big would, name pitcher. To be fair, I would love to be Justin Verlander. Of Man's course. got a pretty good life. Yeah. But Eric? I have Luca. I have Luca. I'm, I'm like the biggest Luca fan in the world. I think he's exactly what the NBA. If you were the biggest Luca fan in the world, he'd be first. Just saying. Just because you're a fan doesn't mean you can't hide the truth. Yeah. Yeah. Tom? Luca. Tom's got Luca. I got Luca. I mean, he's worldwide recognition. Yeah. Also, I mean, shout out to Dak for signing that mega deal with what, Jordan? Yeah. Yeah. That's insane. Uh, also, by the way, with Luca, the NBA needed another European star. It's been a while. Yeah. And he goes to the same team where the probably the biggest European star in NBA history was. All right, Zach, you have the most interesting list. You can keep it going with three. All right. I got Ezekiel Elliott at third. Zeke. Okay. Yeah. Tom. Deshaun Watson. Tom's got Deshaun Watson. Eric. Zach, me and you. See you night. I. Ezekiel Elliott. I yeah. have I have Mr. Cheater himself. I have Jose Altuve. Oof. I wasn't putting him on my list. You I know, have other Astros. I will say this. On my list, but like before the banner, it was five, right, Tone? Yeah. yeah, yeah. My our banner single-handedly pushed him up my list. To the top three. Nothing. All right, Zach. Nothing for Deshaun Watson. Uh he's on my list, just not yet. All right, Zach, you have a very interesting list. You can keep going with four. This is where I go, Zach Greinke. Over Dak Prescott. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know what, Zach? I really can't knock. You. I really can't knock you too much for that. Why? Well, having him over Prescott—that's oh, okay. a problem. But you know, a couple of years problem. ago, Greinke was probably number one in Arizona. He was Arizona. All right, he's still a good. He's still a beast of a pitcher. It doesn't matter where he was. Uh, I don't like well, you. You tell me the Grom's not a beast of a pitcher because he's on the Mets? No, I don't. I don't think Zach Greinke's Degrom level. Well, no, but he's young, so he has potential. <laughs> he wasn't Degrom level in Kansas City. He was good. He wasn't Degrom. No, nobody's Degrom level. No. Shut up, Zach. Zach, <laughs> shut up. Zach, nobody's been Degrom level since Pedro Martinez. Yeah. Eric, who's your four? 
this is where I got Deshaun Watson. Tom? Jose Altuve. This is where I got Zeke. Feed me. Zeke Elliott. All right, Zach, you you, you can keep it going because I like I like destroying your list. Who's your five? This is where I go, Dak. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. Tom? This is where I have uh, Zeke. Okay, Eric? This is where I have Altuve. This is where I have Deshaun Watson. I mean, you guys are gonna even, love my next even with everything are, surrounding are him. If anything, yeah. that makes him more recognizable. Six, Zach. Mark Ingram the second. Houston <laughs> Texans running back. Somebody yes. I forgot was there. Hell yes. New DC Alabama legend. Alabama legend. Yeah. Now owns now owns my favorite MLS team. Ooh. He's not even running back one there. He's still a beast, all right? He's David still Johnson is. People still know him. Tony. He's well Tony. known. Who would you rather have, Mark Ingram or Philip Lindsay? Oof. Oh, he's there too. I'd rather have Philip Lindsay. <laughs> oh, I forgot. I didn't even know Lindsay was there. I forgot about that. Tom, who's your six? I have uh, Amari Cooper. Eric? The unicorn, Chris stops Porzingis. That's who I have. That's my I six. I completely forgot about him. He had dog shit playoffs. That's okay. Yeah, so I didn't Mavs know fans are trying to forget <laughs> about him. Yeah. Zach, you know his name. And you yeah. know what he looks like. Yeah. yeah. That's, That's he's a big European somewhere. Guy. Put him on my somewhere list. John Gallietta is smiling. Or frowning. Or frowning. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, Zach, who's your seven? John Wall. Okay. <laughs> Tom seven. Behind Mark Ingram, huh? Yep. My seven is Verlander. Okay. That's my seven. My seven is Verlander as well. Eric. My seven's also Justin Verlander. Zach, have you said Deshaun Watson yet? No, he's not on my nah, list. He's not gonna. I'm not gonna disrespect women like that. Allegedly. Alleg- All right, sorry. Allegedly disrespect women like that. <laughs> Zach, who's your eight? Oof. This is where it got tough. I'm gonna go. Ben I have Bishop. a question. Wait. Okay, you said Ben Bishop, which is yeah. interesting. Do oh. you have Joey Gallo on your list? I do not actually. Okay. I did. <laughs> So your eight is Ben Bishop. I'm not a huge fan of Joey Gallo. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this list isn't who you're a fan of. Uh, so I, that Ben Bishop matter. is your eight. Yep. Okay. Tom, eight. Uh, just make it easier. I'll, I'll keep DeRozan as my eight. Oh, right. He's in San Antonio. He's on my list, too. Not on mine. God about the Spurs. <laughs> I forgot about the whole. I forgot about one player. He forgot about the whole team. Yep. If if we could, if this extended the coaches, Popovich would be at the top of my list. Zach, you forgot the Spurs. You forgot the Cowboys. Tough. If we scene. could do well, the Cowboys is more of a tough scene. I would have put like the Spurs. Uh, I would put Dirk on mine. What if you could put like management positions? Yeah, and the owner of the Mavericks, Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban. Yeah. Eric, who is your uh, who's your eight? This is where I have Alex Bregman. Right. Uh, this is where I have Amari Cooper. Wide receiver one in Dallas. All right, Zach. Who's your nine? Amari Cooper. Amari, okay. Behind Ben Bishop, who's not even the biggest star on the stars. Tom, who's your nine? Porzingis. Porzingis, Eric? Not Amari Cooper, but Demarcus Lawrence. Okay. Their best defensive player, I would say. My nine is John Wall. And 
I don't know. John Wall in 2K? He's not going to be there that much longer. Uh, Zach, who's your 10? Who rounds out your list? Jordan Alvarez. Deshaun Watson's not on your list. No, I told you that. I'm not going to allegedly disrespect. How the hell did you forget Cowboys but put Jordan Alvarez on your list? He's a beast. Hold on. Hold on. I did actually go back to the Instagram just now to make sure Zach didn't put Trevor Bauer on on the uh, the LA one, and he did not. Mm. Tom, who's your Bauer? And good thing I didn't because now he's hitting women. No. Allegedly Allegedly abusing women. Oh, allegedly. Sorry. Tom, who's your 10? Jamie Ben. Jamie Ben. Eric. DeMar DeRozan. I have Tyler Sagan. That's our list. How about that? Why don't you have Jamie Ben? Because Tyler Sagan's a bigger star. Jamie Ben's literally the captain. I don't so. Yeah, but who would you say their best player is? That doesn't matter. It's people who I'm just asking. He elevates the team, Tony. There's captains you can't recognize. You know, Nico Heischer's the captain of the Devils. I had PK yeah, Subban on my ben list. Ben is recognizable in Dallas. You know, I think Tyler captain. Sagan's recognizable outside of Dallas. Apparently, apparently in there's Boston, yeah. Apparently, there's rumors as to who the next captain of the Rangers is going to be, and it's down to two names. I heard Jacob Truba's one of them. Jacob Truba's one of them. Is Chris Kreider the other one? Ryan Lindgren's the other. Oh, beautiful choices! Absolutely beautiful choices there. It should be Chris Kreider. I mean, he's been there forever. I would have picked Kreider. Yeah, and I think that's like an easy pick. Yeah. All right, so we're not going to be here this oh. Friday. Shout out to Pocono Raceway, by the way. Great time. Yeah, week. how was that? Wild. You can tell I'm yeah. still a little. Two great finishes. Go check them out if you haven't already. Awesome time. Probably the best race of Pocono in years. I loved, uh, was it Bubba Wallace in the DraftKings car? Yeah, it was Bubba that Wallace. That car was MJ, very nice. Dude, MJ was there. Oh, really? Hey, he was really? in the pit box. And now he oh, goes, yeah. I want to top he goes, I want a top ten every week now. MJ, man. He's all in on NASCAR. He's, and so is uh Okay, Alvin real Kamara. quick. Since MJ was brought up, we gotta talk Scotty Pippen real quick. Yeah, yeah. I thought he was in what the happened with him? What, happened what is he talking about? Yeah, what did he say? Is that is that true? He called Phil Jackson racist for right he said there were racist reasons why he drew up that play for Tony Kukoc instead of him. This is after Kevin Durant called him out, basically for passing up on the shot. Kevin Durant enters Twitter like it's a duel, and he's fighting everybody. I love it. Just the other day with Scottie Pippen, he was in his path. And then Scottie Pippen goes on Dan Patrick and complains how Phil Jackson's racist. Yeah. And apparently, Zach, they're looking at adding a second car to uh, Jordan's team next year. Really? Yeah. It's him and Denny Hamlin, there. right? Yeah, no, it's uh, Suarez, rumor, I think. The rumor right now is... Oh, the owners are Hamlin and him. Yeah, Hamlin yeah. owns. Pipple owns Suarez. He's, awesome he owns I remember... I, like, and Alvin Kamara I don't remember what it was. There was a race, and they were interviewing uh, Pitbull. I was like, what is happening That was here? awesome. This yeah, was awesome. I was like, what, what are we doing? All right, so we are off this Friday. We're going to be at the Subway Series. I am. We're going to be back next week sometime. Uh, whether it be the sixth or the ninth, uh, I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure it's going to be the sixth. What? What market should we do next? Should do a really tough one. 
Like I had one last week. Can't remember what it was. Thanks, Tom. Want to do Minnesota? We could do Minnesota. Minnesota. Do Minnesota. Four gonna teams in the, there. I'm going to be in the Baltimore, D.C. area. We could do that one too. Oh, we do. Yeah, we could do Beltway. Want to do Beltway? Yeah, let's Baltimore do that. slash Washington. Save Minnesota for the week after. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So our next top ten shining stars list will be uh, the Beltway area. That's Baltimore and Washington, D.C. Atlanta up 25 at the end of the third quarter. Looks like they should be able to wrap this game uh, against a Giannis-less Milwaukee Bucks team. The, the Rockies pitcher has a no-hitter through six, by the way. Guess who? Pittsburgh. Man, they're such a sorry franchise. When does Pittsburgh play Arizona? It'd be sad if they already did. They should nationally televise that. I'd watch that. I'd that'd watch be, that. That'd be a great betting game. Oh, yeah, it would. <laughs> It'd be a lot of fun. So happy... July nineteen, July nineteenth through the twenty first, Pittsburgh at Arizona. Hmm. Happy Independence Day to everybody in the United States. Canada Day, July first. Uh they're gonna get a Stanley Cup final game on the second. They're getting Game Three. That's that's a Canada Day miracle right there. Every episode of the Too Many Men Sports Podcast is available wherever you get your podcasts. Tune in next week for our Shining Stars list for the Beltway area, Washington, D.C. slash Baltimore. Uh, looking at the Ravens, the Orioles, the Wizards, the Capitals, and the Washington football team, and the Nationals. Knew I missed one. Uh, so tune into that. Check out our list for Ohio and Florida in the most recent episodes. And we will and see on you our Instagram. next week. And on our Instagram, where we on and on our Twitter, where we post our list. So we will see you next week for an episode of Too Many Men.